I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews Okome. So let's get started. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Today in the guest chair, I have an update episode with Khadija K. Polly. She's a graduate of Grambling State University and is the owner of K's Kettle Corn, a gourmet popcorn company based in Houston, Texas. She's also a speaker as well as a specialty foods business coach. In addition to her popcorn company, Khadija is a passionate travel and social impact enthusiast. She's the founder of Ankara Beauty, a social enterprise that sources is fair trade, all natural ingredients for beauty products from women-owned cooperatives and solo entrepreneurs in African countries. I can't wait for you to hear this update all about why Khadija decided to start a whole other business, how she was able to fund it, how she approaches it, and so much more. Let's get right into it. Khadija, welcome, welcome back to the guest chair. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to to be here. And it's what, been three me years? Too. It's, I, I it's think it's been more years? than that. Has it been? Well, okay, at least three years. No, four, going on four, 2019. Like, it's so hard to count these days because the years were just <laughs> so crazy. But 
when you reached out, I was so happy and I didn't even know that you had started this whole other business. So mm-hmm. to catch you, you guys up, you know, Khadija was in the guest chair already. We'll link to the episode with her business, Kay's Kettle Corn. Mm-hmm. Amazing story. At the time, you side hustled while you were working in recruitment and ultimately grew it to the point where you were like, I have to go full time. So to. let's pick up from there. What yeah. happened with Kay's Kettle Corn from that point? So um, 2019 was like one of my biggest years. I started the company in 2013 officially, right? And so I was like, I need to do this full time and was just grinding it out. Just that silent work in the background, I ended up with some really big contracts. And I was just like, wow, I literally started from my kitchen, right? Into the warehouse and then I'm in stores and then I'm like, okay, business to business is where it should go. And then we went from $500 a month to literally like months where we have $30,000. And so I'm like, okay, so what do I do with this? And being able to work with family has been amazing. And because my mom's retired, her sister's retired. So I was so fortunate to have that support. And I think that's a really big part of why I'm successful in the way that I am. Um, And so 2019, which was my biggest year. And then mm-hmm. the next year was the pandemic. So it's like, well, what do we do now? Right. Because right. my companies were business to business. Everyone was working from home. So I had to pivot. So I went back to what I was doing when I first started direct to customer. You know, I'm okay. literally doing delivery on my own Uber Eats, basically. Right. And I saw no I said, way. I'm delivering on Wednesdays because people were at home. They're watching movies, you know, of so course. The um, ordering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I, I focused on Houston a lot because nobody knew what was going to happen. Right. No. And so in 2020, you know, the world shut down. So I'm like, OK, what am I going to do? I was on the verge of buying like this equipment that was like one hundred thousand dollars because I had to scale up my business. September, I literally was in Vegas for um, pack Expo. You see me, my mouth is open. Y'all got to check this out on YouTube. You said that and my mouth stayed open because I want to know what was that $100,000 equipment going to help you do? It was going to help me scale up. So we were still doing everything by hand. So except for popping. So I was able to scale mm-hmm. up to get bigger popcorn machines, but it's like, okay, the longest time takes to bag the popcorn. And so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, how are we going to increase business because I'm the face of my business. I'm out here. We're getting orders. How are we going? What's the next step? And the next step for me was doing the research, going to the Pack Expo, a huge event in Vegas. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be able to finance this machine next year. Next year rolls around and I'm like, I'm not spending that money. And like, you know, because so many unknowns. <laughs> And so um, I just, like I said, I went back to what I was doing when I first started, you know, straight to the customer because nobody knew what was going to happen. Were you doing any shipping at that point or just delivery? I was shipping, but um, if we remember, I don't like to get into too much politics, but it was like so much going on with the post office, right? If you remember that time, a lot of small businesses felt that, that thing. So then I had to, you know, look at other options. So I had to change up a lot of stuff with the unknown of what's going to happen, right? But yeah, shipping was part of it. Um, And then it was just that. And thankfully, 
again, depending on how you look at it. I lived in Texas, so it was a little bit looser. You know, we were we been open, right? Texas has been open, but no still working from home. That is so interesting because I didn't realize you had pivoted so much to business to business Mm -hmm. and then had to scale back. Did you have any business clients hang on at all, like to surprise and delight their workers by sending them popcorn? Yeah. So what we did exactly what it was, um, you know, they wanted to keep that a little piece of, you know, employee appreciation going. So we were sending um, straight to their customers, to take straight to their employees, which was a big deal because now we go from delivering, you know, a hundred boxes to an office to having to ship to multiple addresses. Yeah. So they're so, giving you more work. More work, more work, but it was all, it was all good. It was all good. It was a learning curve, but it was all good. Um, and the biggest client that I had stayed on. And so nice. they, again, it was an event, but partly because it's Texas, you know, they're like, not, but you know, it's Texas. So (laughs) we're very entrepreneur friendly here. Well, right. I'm happy for that for you. I'm happy for that, you know, because I want your business to survive and thrive and all of that good stuff. And I'm curious, having a perishable product as well, how Mm -hmm. did that play into your shipping costs? Well, we've always shipped. Well, I meant so far as with the delays. So you had to factor in, okay, if this doesn't get to them, you know, how long of a shelf life does it have before we have to reship them something if it, if it's delayed right. too long? So fortunately, it's a three-week shelf life. It's a little okay. bit longer, but I prefer to tell my customers three weeks because that's when it's the most fresh. And that's when yes. I know, you know, your product, when it starts to taste different. But the baggage right. and the packaging is really what makes a difference. Um, mm-hmm. So you have bags that are specific for snack food. You'll have a long shelf okay. life. So now coming out. OK, so as the pandemic tapered off. Um, what changed? What did you hang on to in terms of your business? What did you stick with? And what did you say? Okay, I don't have to do that no more. I'm not going to do that. While I love my direct customers, like I'll do an event, <laughs> especially for my alumni who have been there since day one. It's funny, everyone who calls me that has been referred to your show, they're like, oh, they've been down since Black Labels. So those people who've yes, been down yes. since Black Labels, I will always forever do events with them. I just prefer the one customer, the one check, the corporate. You don't have yes 200 opinions. You don't have, you know, it's like, and they're getting it free from work. So they don't care. So as yeah. long as the person writing the check or placing the order is happy, that's who I'm focused on. I understand. Listen, I understand. How do you gain those clients? So um, because I've been in, a, I am in a sorority and at the age that we are, our big age, we're, you know, we're leaders, we're managers. So we still have those corporate cards that we're spending, right? Um, I focus yes. on event planners. Again, the people who can get me directly to the most customers. My event planner is my one customer, but, you know, they're ordering for their events. So my thing is to stick to decision makers who are the um, HR managers for employee appreciation or the event planners. And do you have a certain number of clients you aim to keep on your roster so you can make a certain projected amount each year? Yes. I um, My big clients who do 
the 20,000 box orders. Those people are always trying to keep happy. And um, I always follow up with a backup. I tried to ask for two people on an email because people change, you know, jobs often. But um, because I built that reputation and the employees who have been there the longest, they'll they'll request it, you know, for their events. So I try to keep, you know, the big contracts for sure. And my event planners who are super busy, event planners don't stray away from the people that they know. If they know you make yes. great cakes, they're going to stick to their cake lady. They're, if you they know course. you make popcorn, whatever they need popcorn. So those are the people that I make sure that I keep on my roster. And I love the fact that you have such a tasty product that does have to work for you in terms of, oh, once they taste that, they're hooked. <laughs> they're coming right. back. Their employees are going to keep asking, what about, what? remember last year you gave us that popcorn? <laughs> you know, so that is part of it as well. Now, what made you want to start another business? You know, so again, the pandemic, it was so many unknowns and it was so much going on and it was just heavy. Like the U.S. felt heavy, especially my family in California where they were like on lockdown. And then Texas, we're not like, you know, and so it was like (laughs) we were living in two different worlds a little bit, you know, but thank I live in Houston, so, you know, people pay, pay attention a bit more, but it was just like the bumping of the head, like, should we wear a mask? Should we not? And it was just too much. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we had the racial injustice came to a head with George Floyd. And the U.S. just felt heavy. And I was just oh, like, yes. I got to get out of here. Like, what am I going to do? Where can I go um, that I can just... Where am I allowed to go? <laughs> where am I allowed to go? Where can I afford to go? Where am I going to have a direct flight? You know, and so I just kept coming back to Ghana. So in 2019, when I started, um, that was my second trip to Ghana. Um, When I talked to you, it was my very first trip. So 2019, I kind of started on Cara Beauty because when I left, um, you know, people like, oh, bring me something back. Bring me shea butter. Bring me shea butter. And like shea butter is heavy. It's like, you know, 50 (laughs) pounds. We're only allotted 50 pounds. And so... Um, I was scrolling Instagram, you know, I've used social media in a way that has really benefited, um, in in a positive way. Cause you know, there's Uh a lot of stuff you can do on social media, but I ended up finding, um, a woman's own cooperative in Northern Ghana that produces the shea butter. And so Mm -hmm. I was just, she, I was just following her and she posted something about, um, a school build that they were doing for whatever reason, I just emailed inbox her and I was like, how can I help? You know? And so she was just like, Oh, well, you know, they need shoes. And so I reached out to my friends and I got shoes and then I got school supplies. And then it just, it just turned from there from me buying the, the shea butter from her and then supporting right. her cause as well. And then my friends want to support them through me. And so I'm just literally the vessel. So tell us a little bit more about what exactly Ankara Beauty does Mm -hmm. and how you started it. Okay, so Ankara Beauty, we're a social enterprise that sources all natural beauty products from women-owned cooperatives in African countries and solo entrepreneurs as well. And so we primarily import shea butter um, from northern Ghana in a village called Sabalubu. And so with that, the proceeds, we're helping smelling along build the school, those are going to be for the children whose mothers make shea butter. And so um, in 2020, I went up there to actually see the process. And um, 
I'm in a very curious person and a storyteller. So immediately I wanted to figure out how to tell these women's stories because I've been using mm-hmm. shea butter since I was a child and didn't really know how it was made. And so mm-hmm. for me, the best medium that I could use to not only get more customers for myself, which is more customers for them, put it in a story form. And then that's where the social impact part came. Every year I'm literally bringing shoes. We're giving the ladies money and it, it, it just, it just spiraled from there. Um, and so since I go to Ghana every year for the past five years, I would do my schedule to do a layover in another African country. <laughs> And then I would find a woman-owned cooperative there or solo women entrepreneurs there to buy items from. Because what happened was, like, say, for instance, this necklace, I'll just be Mm -hmm. talking like, oh, you guys, I mean, you know, in Ghana, people like, where did you get that? I want that, you know, because, again, we're at home. They're living vicariously through me. Um, And so I'm like, okay, well, I got to go find how can I get 50 of these, right? And so I'm mm-hmm. out there and then I, it turned into the Ankara Beauty Box, which is they're beautiful items that are handmade items um, from women-owned cooperatives and solo entrepreneurs throughout the country that I put in a box. And you'll have something from Kenya, just depending on where I am. So you'll always okay. have the shea butter. You'll always have the rose water from Morocco. You'll always have the clay from Morocco. You'll always have the argan oil. Those are the staple products that are always going to be in the box. But when I stop on to these other countries, I'm picking up like the purse from Togo that we had to do several reorders for because people just love it. And, you know, the people buy from who they like and it's the story behind it. Okay, I have two questions. First, when you say you wanted to share these stories, how are you sharing them now? Okay, so right now I on via social media and through the Ankara Beauty Box. So when you first Uh, open the Beauty Box, there is I was very intentional about this, and it's something. It's probably one of the most things that I'm so proud of. In addition to purchasing the products, but I just had an idea because it's a handmade product. And I wanted the ladies to sign their names on this paper so that every box, when you open the box, this is there, right? And it didn't occur to me that some of the women have never signed their name before. They're like older, they dealt it because of disparities in education. So all of this came to a head right there when I'm just literally asking them to sign their name. And so they're just, they, they either, their husbands have always signed their name or they've had no reason to sign their name. And these are women that are from the ages of 20 years old to 70 years old. And some people have literally never signed their name. So, and they have a marking that they'll do on like a lot of their, and this is the um, specifically in the village of Sablubu, which is Northern mm-hmm. Ghana. Um, it's about a 12 hour drive from Accra, um, which is a, a, a trek. It's a bit remote. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm telling their stories by literally bringing their hand written, even if they cannot travel to the U.S. or travel to wherever I'm sending this box, their stories are in that box. And speaking of this box, so that's my second question. So when you tell me, oh, you happen across these products, my mind is racing. I'm thinking, what scale (laughs) are you doing these boxes at? So are you physically in Kenya, like, give me, (laughs) you know, 
50 of those necklaces? Yeah. <laughs> or do you make a relationship and have the, you know, work out the shipping so you get even more because you can't bring yeah. everything back yourself or can you? So it's both. It's twofold. Um, when I'm there telling the stories on social media, like it's almost like a, um, a vlog, of, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm here. And yeah. I literally are like, how can I get, and I'm sitting there, I'm literally negotiating on camera or like negotiating, <laughs> like just what? telling the stories, like how people try. And, and it's, I had to get over the negotiating part. Like they negotiate. That's just what is what it is. They're not trying to get up, yep. you know, you would have the foreign tax, but that's kind of, it's just part of it. Right. And so I need a hundred of these. And I try to stick to like mm-hmm. smaller items that don't weigh a lot. So it's a lot of the jewelry okay. or if it's, if it's um, the purses, they're light and I can stuff stuff inside of them. And mm. I, I travel with some stuff and uh, <laughs> yeah, like I've literally been able to bring some chairs back from Rwanda. Like I stuff my, clothes in the box. It's just been a, an amazing journey um, to meet the right. women's stories. And I, I do buy from some men as well, but in particular, I focus on the women just because of the, this, like working with the women in Ghana, the story mm-hmm. is pretty similar to other women in other African countries. And how often are the boxes released and where are they produced? So I bring everything back here and we package everything here. Like shea butter, I just literally repackage it. Shea butter, I do get yeah. shipped here. And we also, it started a bigger collection of the, um, the shea butter collective where other shea butter owners, we're like in here splitting up the cost of this so that we can get the benefit okay. because, you know, I know I got, I basically have the plug. And so that gets shipped here. The stuff from Morocco gets shipped here, like the drums of argon oil and rose water. But everything else is literally in my suitcase. Because <laughs> I'm a backpack traveler, so I don't really need a lot of room for clothes. So that's how. So then the actual physical box, is this something where you order those online and then they come to you and you put them together with all the products that you receive? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we ship it out that way. So as far as startup costs, what what did it really cost to get this business started? And what's been your experience with losing versus making money versus breaking even? So fortunately, I'm able to do pre-order. So say, for instance, Ah. since I've been going to Ghana every year in December, Mm -hmm. people kind of know that this box is going to come when she gets back. And they pre-order two months in advance. And once it's sold out, it's sold out. I have like a number in mind. And once they're gone, they're gone. And then I do have make connections. So you cap the boxes at a certain number. Yeah, I cap the boxes at a certain amount. Like I figure out how much we're going to donate for this project. Like, okay, right now we need desk. Next, we need wiring. Next, we need, you know, that's how we do. So is this completely like for, this is a complete nonprofit social impact enterprise that you're running? No, it's a social enterprise, which means I do make a profit on it, but a portion of the proceeds do go. So right now we're helping build the school, which is the exact same thing that um, the Shea Butter Collective does there. Um, Mm -hmm. So a portion of their proceeds go towards that and then towards building the school. Um, But we do have social impact projects that are separate. Um, which is drilling of the borehole that we're currently doing now. All of those are funds specifically go for the building of the school, specifically go for the drilling of the borehole. Yeah. So that's the Ankara gotcha. Beauty Social Impact Fund. And how big is the team now for Ankara Beauty overall? 
both the fun and all the different facets of it? It's my niece and myself <laughs> for on car and, and so I try not to overcomplicate things um, because mm-hmm. it's um, there's drops, right? And so I don't do it all right. all year, but it's a big impact when I do it. So over the past mm-hmm. five years, we've done six boxes, but that's just for the boxes. The shea butter is ongoing yes. and continuing. You know what I love about you is you, yeah, you do have that that mindset of let's not overcomplicate things. Yeah. People want popcorn. Let's give it to them. Let's find the best bags. Let's mm-hmm. find the best formula. Yeah. And boom, let's let's go out there and, and give it to the people. They mm-hmm. want this. <laughs> yeah. And overcomplicating and thinking too much about what you need to do can stop a lot of us in our tracks. So, you know, what's your secret to, to not getting caught up in the weeds and overcomplicating stuff before you take steps? Um, I don't want to say lazy because I'm absolutely not lazy, <laughs> but I value my time. Like once I got laid off before and it's just like, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of stuff. Right. And this is like, I'm glad that my foundation is here. You know, right. I'm able to do certain things, but ah, ease of life, man. I've been on this soft life era for a minute like for what? <laughs> <Why not? laughs> right 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 mm-hmm. and ease of life too starts with deciding what kind of life you want to live and right. how much is that going to cost exactly. so a lot of people are in the rat race because they mm-hmm. are mistakenly feeling like i just need millions and millions and millions and millions and when you come down to it like when you really come down to it mm-hmm. what do you want in your life like what right. do you really want and what does it take to get that and that's yeah. where that soft life comes in. Right. And it looks different for everyone. So it for does. me, it I does. want to be able to go to Ghana for two months. Yes. And so that's what it looks like for me. Right. Like, I want to pick I up and go anywhere I want to go anytime I want. Right. You know, that that mm-hmm. to me is priority above everything else. Right. But at the same time, you do run a business. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance what you're doing and the traveling you need to do with Kay's Kettle Corn? And this kind of goes back to your earlier question of like, what do I keep and what do I, after the pandemic, what did I go away? I like to schedule. So because I work with, you know, bigger companies with bigger orders, they have to plan months out. So I already know what my big orders are going to be. Everything else, my team can take care of. Right. And then for Ankara Beauty, I know that I'm going to be in Africa. I'm going to stop in Egypt. I'll do some shopping in Egypt you know, enjoy Egypt. When I get back, this is how many boxes I have to ship out. That's literally, and I don't mean to make it sound so simple, but it's that simple. I work on a a schedule. I'm glad you're making it sound simple. I'm not not even sound simple. I'm glad you are illustrating how simple it can be. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, and when we keep them bottled up, it affects us negatively. I have found that therapy has been a safe space to get things off my chest. I had my daughter last August, and by January, I hit up my therapist like, let's go ahead and set up this monthly session. Therapy has been so helpful for me in setting boundaries, and it just empowers me to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, this is your sign to go ahead and do it and give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HustlePro today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HustlePro. So I think it gets complicated when, if you were to just be in this to, I wanted to overextend yourself to maximize money right to Mm -hmm. maximize and you could say all right as many people who want to order i'll take it and i'll figure out how i'm filling these boxes later right Right. but you cap it so that is a huge decision to make as an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur why do you make that decision um honestly because mental health illness runs deep in my family right and so i'm always Mm -hmm. conscious of that i'm not stressing myself out for what? Like, for yeah. what? Like, my <laughs> mental health is my main priority. I enjoy yes. my time. Um, mm-hmm. And I like the impact that I can make. The, the small impact that I'm making, it helps so much. Because me even just doing popcorn, I literally brought my whirly pop. The pot that I started with here, I took that to Ghana. Packed it in what? my suitcase and was making popcorn. <laughs> Um, because, you know, we have a lot of the diaspora, my friends there who followed me for years, you know, and they're like, where you got to bring us popcorn. And I'm like, well, I don't, I'm going to just bring my really pot. And I literally was there making popcorn. So it's it's those kind of connections. And Mm -hmm. I was able to teach the ladies how to make popcorn for the times that they don't have shea butter orders because popcorn is big there as well. The kernels are different. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I was working with different, um, even YouTubers who reached out to me. Um, Ivy Prosper reached out to me to help mentor a young um, college student there who wanted to start okay. a popcorn company. So we mm-hmm. met up and I showed them how to do it. And, I, you know, I still connect with them to this day. So those are the types of impacts that I'm making that I'm just like, I'm on the right track now. In the event, a huge order will come in. I still will. Mm-hmm. Pre-orders is the 
the gym, basically. A lot of people do yes. drops. I'm not the first person to do a drop, you know? And so right, you can right. plan up until this. When it's gone, it's gone. And how did you start marketing the business? Now, I know you're always talking about the the sorority, the Deltas. I know you can't just keep hitting up <laughs> the national of like, hey, I got a new business. <laughs> um, shout out to D9. So how did you go about launching this one and marketing? It was 77 of my license. So oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> 40 of us. No, but because, of the, because I've been the face of my company um, on um, social media, just building those yes. followers and then they'll see like, what are you up to now? Like how she and they're inquisitive. Like how, well, how are you able to be in Africa? Oh, well, this is how, right. you know? Um, so social media has been huge um, for that. Even though it's a popcorn, I've kind of like have been my own brand in a way. Cause like, I'm like super random and people like, they're not shocked by anything that I do right now. When you talk about social media, are you talking about your personal account or Ankara Beauty's account? On my personal account, and I'm like, hey, go. Oh, over yeah, because you don't have an Instagram for them, right? For, yeah. I do. For, and for Ankara Beauty. Oh, you I do. do. Okay. It's not as big as my okay. popcorn account, but I do have one. Mm-hmm. So now I am my own personal brand. And so mm-hmm. I post both content on the same page because. Okay. And then I'm like, you know, I'll I know tag how that Ankara is. Beauty. Right. Mm-hmm. And that just reminds me too, a lot of people will ask me about this and okay, there's some nuance to it, right? Personal brand, business, all this other stuff. The short answer is it's not an easy yes or no, because it's mm-hmm. going to be different for everybody. Whether you post stuff, um, personal stuff on your personal brand page or whatever, it really mm-hmm. depends on the business your personality, right. if it makes sense and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you bring that up because it's it's really a case by case kind of thing. Right. But the overall thing I want to stress is, which is the theme of, you know, Khadija's life in this episode is don't overthink and don't stress it. If it's stressing you out to think about it, mm-hmm. <laughs> just do what is the least stressful for you right now. If that's posting both, cool, post both. And then as your business grows and you see the need to branch out, then let's do that. But do not let this stress yourself out because it's just social media, guys. It's just social media. And I do understand because I have a marketing background. But because I understand the need for, you know, the separation, but it also depends on how you launch as well. Um, If people don't know that you're doing it, you have to pay for ads. You're going yeah. to have to do something. And in the beginning, you have to keep driving people to your page when you're building it up. You know, if you do a separate brand page anyway, you have to keep talking about it on your page right. to drive people to it. Yeah. So I get it. I get it completely, you know, having that that marketing lens. But I think we stress ourselves too much. And I don't know who made up these rules, but. I like that saying the rules are fake because we keep living by these mythical rules that we think exist that we don't really know who made them. Sometimes they're in a book, but it's like who made those people the authority because they might not even be alive no more or they're not living in the time where, you know, threads and spill just came out. Like, talk to me about that, marketing professor. Oh, you can't? Then I I can't listen to your rules, okay? (laughs) It's just going so fast. You can't even keep up. It's going too fast. Mm -hmm. We cannot just keep going by like books that were written decades ago. So I digress. Thank y'all for following that tangent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now let's bring it back a little bit. So how big is the K's Kettlecorn team right now? And how big do you want it to get? 
when we have our huge orders, it's five of us mm-hmm. on the team. My aunts and my moms who are retired, my niece and nephews, myself. They can run that in their sleep. We've been doing it. And then for Ankara Beauty, I bring people in. So a lot of this stuff is a contract. How, do, how big do I want to get? You know, um, I, my mom always speaks it into like, or Revenbacher, like, Creators <laughs> numbers, right? And for yes. me, I, 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 it's sometimes it can get a little daunting, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because I don't want to overcomplicate right. stuff. Um, I don't know. I kind of I'm liking how it's going right now, mm-hmm. and it's like I tell this to people all the time. People, because you are an entrepreneur, does not mean you have to out the gate million dollars or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like we have people who literally will work a job for 20 years and retire at 75,000. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. Why is it? Because I have to be, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm expected to be a millionaire. Like it doesn't doesn't have to be that. I would absolutely love that. And I I feel like that's absolutely the direction that I'm going Mm -hmm. towards, but I want to be able to do it on my path, Mm -hmm. on my terms Within reason, Preach. right? Within because reason. there are yeah. so Within many reason. ways to make money. And again, mm-hmm. my time is so valuable to me. And once I realized that, I'm not sacrificing to begin. I'm just not. And power yep. is fun. I'm learning with Shea Butter. I get to travel the world. Preach, preach. Let's <laughs> talk about this because yes, you're so right. I never thought about it like that, but you're so right. When you're working a job, like nobody is checking your pockets in the same way. Like you, you better be a millionaire by the time you retire. But all of a sudden you start a business and it's like, you know, seven figure this, seven figure yeah. that, like <laughs> in two years, in right. one year. And I might be part of the problem too, but anyway, <laughs> <that's not> <laughs> with, some, with some of the entrepreneurs that have been on here, but it is inspirational. But at the same time, first of all, you might be a millionaire in Ghana, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you, you might be a millionaire somewhere else in the quality of life you want. You take what you have, you go there and you will be thriving. Like we just had my guest, um, Lori Tharps talk about moving to Spain and how she's mm-hmm. thriving. And her son is going to school. His college costs $2,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Like money is different in money different places. Different. So happiness looks different for different people too. And mm-hmm. I hope from this show, we can start to change that a little bit. If it's gone down that path, then I'm, I'm, I'm going to switch it up a little bit and make sure you understand that uh, money is not the only goal mm-hmm. and being a millionaire is not the only goal because happiness looks different for everyone. And it doesn't mean you're shortchanging yourself, but that there is a thin line as well, mm-hmm. because I always want to make sure people are aiming for the stars and not thinking, oh, like that right. could never be me. Because right. that's something that afflicts our community sometimes, too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's, you know, that's them. That's Kim Kardashian who yeah. can start a billion dollar business. That can't be me, but it can be us. But, you know, it's interesting that you say that because um I, I still sometimes have imposter syndrome, right? And really? I'm just listening. When I listen to your podcast, I'm like, oh my God, that sounds so... I'm like, wait, I was on her podcast. You know, so like, yes. <laughs> those are like 30 grand yes. in a month is nothing to sneeze at. What I... Yeah, nothing what, to what sneeze at. Absolutely. For, like your yes. first orders are nothing to sneeze at. Like, mm-hmm. this is what... I'm sitting at the tables too. You know, my name is spoken right. in these rooms too. And I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. And so, and, and, and oftentimes I feel like I have to keep doing something. Like, okay, what's my next project? Yes. What's my next project? 
And I, right. I, I, I'll slow down with that now. That's the biggest thing that yes. I learned during the pandemic was like, you can go back to this episode. Like these people, I did this episode in 2019. When I get those, yes, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but the no. work that you are doing and it's there, right? That was 2019 right. from Popcorn. The amount of people, yes. even if it was just an idea for them, for them to listen mm-hmm. to your podcast and reach yes. out. And the first thing they always tell me is that I was so relatable and it's, I didn't, it wasn't some far-fetched idea. Right. Yeah. It's so simple. It's mm-hmm. so simple. And every day people start things that are simple, mm-hmm. that are needed yeah. in society. And um, I think we forget that because nowadays we use it so much mm-hmm. that we don't even think about it. We don't think about Kleenex. We don't think about Band-Aids. We don't think about right. like all these simple things that mm-hmm. pencils or, you know, as a mom, everyone, I still don't know. I need to look it up. The person who made those blankets that every single infant gets wrapped in in the hospital. Oh, right. Simple things, simple things mm-hmm. are needed in life. And so I, that's why I love talking to you and other Black women entrepreneurs. And that's always been my goal with this show is mm-hmm. to make entrepreneurship relatable and not this mm-hmm. really complex thing. It's not just about this sort that one picture we always see silicon valley vc 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 like that's it like that's the only way to be an entrepreneur and it's just not it's just not it's not the pre-orders are huge pre-orders 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 that's how i find do you ever worry though does it get challenging do you ever worry like what if i can't fulfill this pre-order right well so for me with specifically with the on-car beauty stuff i won't buy it mm-hmm. so i'm not going in the hole i'm already on vacation i was going anyway right <laughs> uh, for popcorn that's a little, yeah. a little different because that's my money right it's like mm-hmm. when the order slowed down, especially now. They're actually, right. I'm looking back again. They're slowing because people are getting laid off. So not only are they not working from the office, they're not working at all. And so that's business mm-hmm. business. So I'm I'm having to look to see, like, okay, what am I going to do now? But okay. I'm leaning on the philanthropy part, like the social impact part, because that brings me joy. So yes. and it'll come back around. It and if it doesn't, I'll figure something else out. I'll get a job, right. like. Not the end of the world. Yeah. And did the popcorn business help to fund your philanthropy with Ankara Beauty? Yes. Specifically, specifically, that's the only way I was able to go to Ghana for two months because okay. my biggest orders are in November, October, and July, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was able to pay for housing, all of that, and just yes. not worry about it because I didn't right. miss a beat because of how my schedule is. Right. Yes. And so the only thing that would have right. changed is if I stayed, mm-hmm. which I've thought about staying several times, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I'll go back and forth. I, I see you moving eventually. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't see you on U.S. soil forever. Uh, speaking of that, you're such a free spirit. Mm-hmm. I, well, I see you as a free spirit, but also about your business mm-hmm. and, you know, your ducks are in a row. So how do you at this stage deal with um, the more serious aspects of running a business, such as, you know, paying yourself an official salary, paying your employees, deciding how much to take from the business because, you know, that's taxed and all that good stuff. How do you approach that? Are you taking a salary? I'm now? so glad you said that because initially it was just like, okay, I will, you know, have your business account and then you transfer it to your personal account, outsource the stuff you don't want to do. There are so many programs and apps and companies now outsource that stuff that you don't want to do. 
Mm-hmm. I thought it's a lot of stuff to do that I don't. I want to be on the <laughs> soil. I don't want to be sending invoices. I don't want to yeah. be outsource the stuff that you. If you're in a position yeah. now, it's a little less expensive than a, a lot less expensive actually than what I started. Yeah, because there are a lot of companies. Ago popping up so you have that competition factor that helps with the cost but like who did you find are you working with like a app or a company that does your bookkeeper a solo woman entrepreneur here that's Uh what she does she's an accountant and you know they're they're doing bookkeeping services tax services look into your network or listen to your podcast there's so many ways to do it and i got Mm -hmm. caught up with that and you (laughs) outsource stuff you don't want to (laughs) do Final answer, outsource, okay. Spend the money up front if you can. I'm in the midst of it right now and I'll update you guys as I navigate this process of just really outsourcing it all. Because outsourcing requires this responsibility of getting your stuff together to show somebody, right? So um, it could be a little bit daunting in that sense too. But once you do it one time, you're good, you're set up and moving forward, you know. And uh, again, because we have the apps and the best thing that ever happened to me was when you swipe your card and they're like email receipt or printer. That's like the best thing. I wish all companies would do that. That's why I prefer like order stuff online because then I could just search the company. Thankfully, I only use certain like four major companies. That's literally it for popcorn, oil, sugar. Like that's it. Oh, good. good, And so I can sort easily to find it. But before that, Mm, yeah I, I don't know how people did it when they literally had to hold on to every paper yeah. receipt oh yeah. my gosh uh, all right so before we jump into the lightning round I'm curious mm-hmm. to know how you want to move forward with Case Kettle Corn and Ankara Beauty and how you envision your life as an entrepreneur looking so I definitely want to keep Case Kettle Corn I do want to branch out into beverage um, like lemonades Ooh. and teas love lemonades and teas and that's another part of like showing on social media and me making drinks and people like oh can you make that for me the hibiscus tea and you know the sobolo and those things like that and it goes with the popcorn so that's next for case kettle mm-hmm. corn um as far as Ankara beauty i'm really going to focus on the social impact part like i said i'm once okay. we get this drill this borehole drill i'm doing that every year once um Ooh. i'm taking a trip um, a group of people in February to go. So I'm going to do small tours on the agriculture side, the shea butter okay. tours to the village, because a lot of people just don't know how it's made. And it's so interesting for me. I'm just, like I said, I'm a curious person. So that's what's next for Ankara Beauty. Continuing, like, I just want to, it's such a need for water in, um, mm-hmm. in Ghana. And so just mm-hmm. drilling those boreholes, it's something that has really spoke to me. So I have to figure it out, figure out how to fund it. Figure it out. I love that you mentioned curiosity piece. I think Mm -hmm. that is the core of side hustling. Mm -hmm. And I want us all to always keep that very, very close. Because if you're wondering what side hustle should I do or, you know, where should I start? Go back to what you're curious about. Go back to what you're curious about. And that helps to narrow it down too. you know, you do that Venn diagram of what am I good at? What do people ask me for? What do I really enjoy doing? And the what I really enjoy doing is going to help you narrow all that down. And it comes back to your curiosity. So exploring that and 
you learn through the process of actually going after it if it's something you want to stick with. But if you if you never, ever listen to that curiosity that's just brewing inside of you, you are sowing the seeds of discontent because there's there's something you want to explore. You don't know if it's going to work or not. I can't tell you if it's going to work or not, but that curiosity is there for a reason. So now let's jump to the lightning round. You know the deal. Just answer the first thing that comes to mind. All right. Number one, what is a resource that has helped you in your business that you can share with the Side Hustle Pro audience? Okay. So a resource has been Zooms and podcasts. And the reason I say podcasts, and I tell this to all of my coaching clients, and I not only because it came to me through you, listen to the podcast, even if it doesn't have to do with your specific industry, because you will pick up so many gems because especially new entrepreneurs were excited and we're talking. There's things that's not so much gatekeeping when they first started out. So if you want to listen to like your favorite, um, your favorite influencer or your favorite entrepreneur, go back to some of their earlier interviews and listen. They share a lot. They let those secrets out. (laughs) I like that. Um, Number two, who is a black woman entrepreneur who you would want to switch places for a day and why? Angel, the spice sweet. Just how she started out, like sourcing her spices around the world. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of similar in a way to what I'm doing, like sourcing the products and going to different places. Um, And with Ankara Beauty, there's an Ankara Cafe I want to do because of the teas. Specifically Mm -hmm. in African countries, teas are really big. And I'm a huge tea drinker. And so I want to do that. And so I'm just inspired how she gives back to her community that that impact part. It's like she has her own style. I've listened to an interview mm-hmm. where she put that note on the door, like, I'm close. I got to go to my kids. You know, she's she doing exactly. her own thing her way, right? Yes, and so that's awesome. very Angel. inspirational. And the money will mm-hmm. come. The money will come. Yep. People will speak your name. So she's fly, too. Like, Yeah, she's fly. She The way she builds. <laughs> All right. So number three, what is a non-negotiable part of your day? Again, tea. The reason I say teas, there's so many different benefits. Like in the yes. morning, like I don't really drink caffeine. And so mm-hmm. it just become a routine that when I'm pouring the teas and it's steeping, I find myself thinking of things that I have to do or want to do for whatever mm-hmm. reason, that little piece brings me joy. And yeah. my friends give me teapots and different teas. So it, it's a yes. moment of joy that I'm just like, okay. And then I get my day started. But teas. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love tea as well. I really need to learn how to do all the steeping stuff because yeah. I'm very lazy. I'm like, give me the tea bag. But mm-hmm. I want to, you know, up my game this year. Maybe well, next year, next year. All right. <laughs> Number four, what's a personal habit that has helped you significantly in business? Pushing pause and reevaluating why am I doing this? Why yes. am I doing this? Do Am I yes. doing this because I want the publicity? Am I doing this because I need the money? Am I doing this because they asked me and I felt bad and don't want to say no? (laughs) Like, why am I doing this? And pushing pause. Push pause for Mm -hmm. taking a rest and push pause to evaluate, why am I doing this? I love it. I I needed that one. Ooh, that hit me right now. (laughs) That really hit me. All right. And finally, Mm -hmm. uh, I love my own lightning. I love the lightning round. (laughs) All right. Number five. (laughs) 
what is your parting advice this time around for fellow Black women entrepreneurs who want to be their own boss but are worried about losing that stability? Figure out this. I'm going to give some real advice. Figure out how much it costs to live the life that you want to live. Figure Mm -hmm. out what it costs for you to get rid of some stuff. Right. And what can you live without? Because sometimes that's the biggest thing. We don't know what we're willing to lose. And so that's scary. And it might not cost you as much because that's the real, real part. Like, Mm. okay, yeah, I quit my job. We still got to eat. How much is it going to cost? Like, it's not this fictitious number. Put it down. What does it cost? What can I live without for a moment Mm. to get to where I want to go? And guess what? If it doesn't Mm. work, you can do something else. You can do something yes, else. You yes. can do multiple things. I literally yes. sell popcorn and shea butter. Two random things, right? <laughs> you can do. You can do multiple things. That's the, That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. You can do multiple yeah. things. I love that reminder. What? can you live without temporarily? I need to hear that too. Cause whenever I hear live without, I'm like, I can't live without none of this. But be for real, be for real. You you can live without it temporarily. So thank you so much, Khadija, for coming back into the guest chair. Always so inspired by you. Love what you do, your approach to life, your approach to business. So where can people connect with you after this episode? Okay. You can go to Ankara Beauty GH on Instagram, uh, AnkaraBeauty.com to find out when the next drop is, their shea butter, all the social impact yes. projects. Um, in CaseKettleCorn.com. Case Kettle Corn on Ooh. social media. I'm on threads now. So Case Kettle Corn on Oh, threads. gosh, yes. We, we're all on threads. We're all doing the things. <laughs> you know what's funny? You were the first person to follow what? me on, on uh, threads. I was like, oh, that is so you know cool. I'm so, I'm so happy here. because I'm so happy they have that automatic feature. Right. Yeah, trying to <laughs> find all your I friends again. It's so, yep, I, yeah. yep, I yep. was like, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the easy, that's the best thing y'all ever did for me because no, no one has time to be going through like, who, who yeah. what's this person? And so, yes, of course, follow Kay, follow Khadijah, learn all the things because she is amazing. She's brilliant. And you guys, that's it for this week. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much hey guys thanks for listening to side hustle pro if you like the show be sure to subscribe rate and review on apple podcasts it helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show and if you want to hear more from me you can follow me on instagram at side hustle pro plus sign up for my six foot saturday newsletter at side hustle pro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.